Good day, everyone. Welcome to Vanish Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Costanas. Uh, this is episode 85, season four. Today's date is December 7th, 2021. And today I will discuss uh, part three of the most popular posts of, on my Vanish Chicagoland Facebook page. This will be the last part. Uh, also, two things I will discuss. One is the the 1966 uh, TV special, Christmas TV special, excuse me, uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and also the 1946 movie, It's a Wonderful Life, uh, the Grinch special celebrates the 55th anniversary, and the and the movie, It's a Wonderful Life, which was, uh, will celebrate the 75th anniversary. Okay. Uh, right now, the program will go into a commercial break, and this program is brought to you by Mr. Coffee. And here is a commercial from 1977 that featured Joe DiMaggio, and it's a Christmas commercial. So I hope you enjoy it. Thank you. For the special people on your gift list, giving Mr. Coffee is the delicious way to say Merry Christmas. Everyone would love to have Mr. Coffee. It's America's number one coffee maker. Mr. Coffee with Coffee Saver brews delicious coffee fast, and it saves coffee, too. When you give Mr. Coffee for Christmas, every delicious cup will be a reminder of your thoughtfulness for years to come. This Christmas, give Mr. Coffee. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, I am back. I hope you enjoyed uh, that commercial for Mr. Coffee that featured Joe DiMaggio. Uh, what a wonderful baseball player he was. Uh, he played for the New York Yankees from 1936 to 1942, and then I think he served in the war, and then he resumed on 1946 until 1951. And he played for one team. One, well, just one baseball team, and uh, his number was number five. His nicknames were as Jolting Joe, the and uh, the Yankee Clipper, and Joe D. Uh, he was a wonderful man. Uh, he's also not most famous for his baseball or his Mr. Coffee commercials. He was also famous for being married to Marilyn Monroe. So uh, that uh, they were only married for about. A few years, so uh, so that was that was short lived. So so anyway, uh, so and then he died in 1999. He was 84. He was a heavy smoker, so that's uh, that's a shame, you know. But uh, a lot of people, believe it or not, a lot of people remember him for his commercials for Mr. Coffee rather than his baseball. <laughs> I I thought of it that way. So <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, thank you for joining me for this episode. Uh, we're gonna, like I said in, in the beginning, we'll talk about part three of the mo- of my post most popular posts on Van Chicago Land Facebook page, and this will cover uh, September, October, November, and December. Uh, 
December's not over yet, but I'll I will discuss the post that's the most popular. And then at the end of the year, I will uh, recap everything for all 12 months. And uh, if I and then uh, when we get to December, if it's uh, if it's changed, I will, uh, you know, if the post has changed, uh, de- depending on the engagements, I will do that. So but I will tell you about December's most popular post uh, currently. Okay. All right, so uh, and then uh, later on we'll talk about the 55th anniversary of how the gross how the Grinch stole Christmas and the 75th anniversary of the 1946 movie It's a Wonderful Life. Okay, first off we'll do part three of uh, the popular post. September was the last Sears store in Chicago. Which it which was located in Woodfield Mall and Schaumburg, Illinois, and that reached one hundred thirty-two thousand nine hundred. And uh, when they announced uh, that it was closing in no- November last month, uh, you know a lot of people were sad because uh, the one that uh, closed near my house at Chicago Ridge Mall that closed, I believe, in April. Uh, it's still vacant. Uh, you know. Sears has been not do, not done well in a long, long time. Uh, a lot of people complain about their customer service, which I agree. But uh, it's a shame because uh, it used to be a great store. They had everything, clothes, toys, uh, appliances, uh, diehard batteries, Kenmore appliances, very top-notch quality. Um, you can still buy those online. Not at a store, but uh, there were other places that carry them. But the one that was located in Schaumburg, uh, that opened in 1971, which was 50 years ago this year. Um, so uh, according to the news, they will use that space to open something else. I hope so. I hope they do the same thing for Chicago Ridge Mall, you know, that serious location. I'm hoping. Uh so I posted that photo, and a lot of people love, loved going there. And uh, I'm surprised it struggled all that time. Uh, there was rumors that uh, Sears might open little stores, just not just based on appliances. They would do that, which is a great idea. I hope they do that. And uh, believe it or not, um, a few years ago, I bought a vacuum cleaner there. And uh, there was no bags available, you know, to replace it. So I had to go online and search, and believe it or not, Amazon had them. So, so I had to make sure they were the right vacuum bags. And then, okay, so I placed an order online, and then they shipped it, and it was here. So we got enough. So I know where to look. Um, it, it was the, in the old days you could just walk around and find a bag or anything you any accessories that you have for Sears. You know, you just go to the store. Can't do that anymore. Not anymore. Okay. Next up is uh, October, and that was um, when Riverview closed. I think it was October third, nineteen sixty-seven. Uh, well, actually. Riverview Park closed, uh, you know, during the summer, like about May or so. But uh, they were planning to have the 67-68 season, but uh, it didn't happen. So the so the 
park amusement park closed uh, officially. And then they auctioned off all the rides and all that, which is a shame because maybe they should have went to a museum. Uh, some went to Adventureland, which is which was located in Addison, Illinois. Uh, some, a few went to Wisconsin, and most of them were dismantled and you know, chopped down, torn, torn apart. Especially the Bob's roller coaster. That's a shame. And uh, one ride survived. And that was the carousel ride, you know, the merry-go-round. And that's at Six Flags in in uh, Georgia, outside of Atlanta. And you can go, if you visit Atlanta, you would go to Six Flags and you would see the carousel. Uh, I went to Atlanta about ugh, 25 years ago, a long time ago. I didn't know it was there at the time. I wish I knew so I could drive over there and take a look at it. But I went in March. I don't know if it was open. So maybe someday, maybe someday I will visit Atlanta because uh, I, I like the city. It was uh, I visited CNN headquarters. Uh, I went to Margaret Mitchell's house, the, the author who wrote uh, Gone with the Wind, and also the Coca-Cola Museum. That was a fun place. I like that. That was, that was a lot of fun. So and then, you know, Riverview, River Park closed. And that is the most one of the most popular topics of my Facebook page and all my social media accounts. People love that. You know, a lot of people, um, enthusiastics of amusement parks. They love that ride. They miss it. They talk about their experiences with roller coasters, uh, the other rides. Um, and that I've discussed many times on my podcast episodes about Riverview Park. So that's good. And, uh, well, Right now we have uh, Six Flags, Great America, and Gurney. We got that now. Okay. Next up, uh, November. Um, this was unusual. It was just a newspaper ad from the Chicago Tribune, and it was for Polk Brothers. I posted that right, I believe, on day after Thanksgiving. And uh, it's the Christmas season. In the old days at Polk Brothers, you would buy a pro a Polk Brothers Santa or Snowman. And that was introduced in the early 60s. And uh, I never owned one. I have a Santa and a Snowman in my garage, but they're not from Polk Brothers. They were just, uh, I don't know, probably American sales store. But it looks similar like that. And uh, I knew a lot. When I posted that ad, they, uh, this was from 1961. And, you know, it was not uh, cheap back then. Uh, they had appliances on sale, but uh, compared to 60 years ago, you know, the prices, that's pretty, pretty uh, steep. So uh, that reached about 64500 Oh, I forgot to mention the Riverview Park one reached 87800 That's a lot. And... Uh, so the Polk Brothers ad, like I said before, 64,500 uh, views. It was an engagement. So uh, a lot of people miss the store so much. I miss it too. It closed in 1992. Um, but it, it had competition with Best Buy and other, like maybe Walmart or other retail stores. And uh, Polk Brothers was famous for their pushy salesmen. Uh you know what, it worked, you know, and uh, whenever you enter the store, they watch you like a hawk and they hop, they hover all around you. <laughs> My family bought a few items there. We still have the refrigerator. We bought it in 1974. It's in the garage. 
doesn't work, but it's in there. And uh, we bought a few items. Uh, we bought a chair. And uh, according to my Facebook uh, page, Van Chicago Land, from Post People, mentioned all the items they bought from that store. And they still have them to this day, like bedroom furniture, uh, you know, any type of appliance. Uh, I'm surprised they're still working at this time. But uh, they were located, uh, the first one was opened uh, on the north side. I think on Central Avenue near Diversity, and it was, and I forgot what it was. Called. I think it was called City something. Uh, I forgot. I can't think of the top of my head. But they changed it to Polk Brothers, and uh, the entire family was involved with the business. And uh, the second location, I believe, was open in 85th Street and Cottage Grove Avenue on the south side. And the one that was. Uh, I think the th- and there were more. There was one on 63rd and Kedzie, and then on Fort City Mall on the southwest side, which uh, my mom and dad frequent there to buy things. That's where we bought our first TV, our first color TV. That's where we bought it. And uh, I discussed that on, a, on an episode, and I also wrote a story on my blog. Okay. Next up, we have the uh, December. And right now, uh, t- today's December 7th. So the, the, mo- the most popular thing right now, it has 54,300, is a Harmony House Color Tone Electric Rotor Wheel. <laughs> you plug this in, and if you have a white tree or a lemon tree, and, and it will shine multiple, multiple, multiple colors, excuse, excuse me, and it looks real cool. And some people complain because uh, when you left it on too long, it would melt or burn, maybe burn your tree. This product was sold at Sears, but there were other products similar to that from other companies. It was a big hit in the late 50s and early 60s. And, uh, you know, I wish I had something like that. But I never had an aluminum tree. My mother doesn't like it. She likes a green one. Some people like white. Some people like aluminum. Some people like pink. And uh, so far, that's the most popular post. So uh, at the end of the month, we'll see when I do my uh, when I do the entire when I do the 12, 12 months one, you know, everyone to see which popular post I will do do recap. And if Harmony House still change, I will mention that. If if it's something different, I will do that as well. Okay. So that's that. That's all for that. Right now, we're going to talk about. Uh, the two anniversaries, one is How the Grinch Stole Christmas TV special, and that first aired on December 18th, 1966, 55 years ago this month, and it was based on a 1957 children's book by Dr. Seuss, and uh, it's a story about this, this grumpy, sour-looking guy who... <laughs> who's trying to ruin Christmas for the townsfolk of Whoville. <laughs> and he lived on the, um, what was the name of it? Yeah, he lived on the, no, he didn't live there. Um, yeah, he just lived on, and he, uh, he had a dog, Max. Uh, he didn't speak, you know, he just barked. And uh, he, 
So his plan was trying to ruin Christmas, and then he tried to disguise himself as Santa Claus and Max as a ring deal. And he tried to, st- he's going to steal all the gifts, decorations, anything that symbolizes Christmas. And he put them all in bags and all that. And I remember when the show aired, I remember all these uh, methods he's trying to steal. And I remember where he used magnets to pull the nails off the stockings. He stole the Christmas trees, stole the food. He even stole the roast beast. (laughs) And, uh, and there was a scene where he saw Cindy Lou who, and, uh, the Grinch, uh, kind of warmed up to her, you know, and, uh, then he realized what he's done, and uh, then he grew hot because his heart was too, very, very tiny. And during when he's stealing all the items from each household, they play this song, You're a Mean One, which, Mr. Grinch. It's all his famous uh, song. Okay, and uh, that was sung by Thurl Ravenscroft, who did the voice of Tony the Tiger on the Frosty Flakes commercial. And, of course, the Grinch was Boris Karloff, and he was an narrator of the show. And uh, this show aired every year on CBS, on Channel 2, uh, for maybe about 20, 25 years. And then they went to cable, and then, but they, they, it just aired on Channel 5, a WMQ this past Saturday. I have a feeling it'll be re-aired then. And uh, it's a classic. I love it. I love it. I really do, and it's funny. And I do have a doll. My brother brought this, brought a doll of the Grinch, and we hang it every year. My mom despises it; she hates it. <laughs> I won't go into that, but I love it. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. He's uh, he's so cute. <laughs> so, uh, so that's about more about the Grinch. And right now, I will talk about it's a wonderful life. Uh, the movie came out. December 20th, 1946, but it was released in Chicago on December 25th, and it was it, and it made its debut at the theater called the RKO Grand Theater. It was located at 119 North Clark Street in downtown Chicago, and uh, it opened, it was first called the Grand Opera House, and it opened in 1880, and then uh, they did a renovation. And uh, then 1910, they called it uh, the Cohen Grand Opera House by George M. Cohen. I think he was a composer. And then uh, they modernized it. And then in 1942, it became a movie house. Before that, it was a opera house. Now it, now it showed films. Then it renamed uh, the Archeo Grand Theater, and it and it remained operating. Until March 1958, and then they tore, they demolished it a month later, and uh, it became the Chicago Civic Center, and then they named it the the Daily Center in 1976, right after uh, Mayor Daly died. So uh, if you go downtown, you won't see it. <laughs> no, you won't see it at all. Anyway, so the movie when it was first released, uh, it. Didn't do well in the box office. I don't, uh, we don't know why, you know. And, uh, but after that, uh, when it came, when the, when they showed it on television in the 50s, uh, it didn't take off 
right away. And uh, it was probably the 70s and 80s. And then um, then it went into public domain. And I remember in the 80s where I lived in Ashburn, they showed this movie every single TV station. I remember on Channel 11, Channel 20, Channel 50, uh, maybe 32. And it was like, they showed it about... Uh, once a week, I believe, and uh, and then it just caught on, and people loved it, and it really did. And then, uh, then I heard Paramount uh, Studios bought the rights back, and now they now you can buy it on video. First, it was VHS, Betamax, DVD, and also 4K, Blu-ray. Of course, uh, I have it on DVD, but now they show it every year on Channel 5, on WMEQ. Uh, they just showed it this past uh, Saturday. So they, I believe they'll show it again on Christmas Eve. They always have. And I, that's a tradition if I'm home. Uh, because my family, we open our gifts. And then um, I record the movie. I just want to see it. I, I just love it. You know, I don't know what it is. I love to see the watch. I love to watch this movie before Christmas Day. And uh, it's uh, they put it three hours, but they put the commercials in it. Okay, and then um, let's see. Uh, the movie starred Jimmy Stewart, Donna Reed, and also Lionel Barrymore. Um, and let's see. Uh, you know, I can't think of the. Okay, we have George Bailey. Uh, George James Stewart. Jimmy Stewart played George Bailey, and Donna Reed played Mary Hatch. Mary Bailey when they got married, and then Lionel Barrymore was Mr. Potter. We also have Uncle Billy. We have Clarence. Uh, they were played by Thomas Mitchell and Henry, Henry Travers. And they had a whole cast of uh, wonderful actors. And believe in this is the funny thing about this movie. My, my brother pointed this out. There were a lot of actors that used to be in the Three Stooges. They were supporting actors. They were in this movie, believe it or not. And I noticed about maybe uh, three or four. And uh, one another famous person was in there was uh, Alfalfa from the Little Rascals. He, he's grown up, you know, and he's in the he's in the scene where the, everyone's in the high school gym. And uh, so, yeah, they had a wonderful cast. And uh, so the. Uh, there's some favorite. There are two favorite scenes I like in this movie. One is where George Bailey uh, um, visited Mary at her house, and uh, she was expecting from a call from Sam Sam Wainwright, played by Frank Albertson, and you know he was a very wealthy guy, you know, and but Mary's mother did not approve of George Bailey, and. Uh, when he arrived at the house, and then uh, her mother was up in the stairs and said, Mary, who's that? And Mary said, it's George Bailey. And then her mother responded, George Bailey? What do you want? Real loud. It's funny. And uh, so also when Sam Wainwright called on the phone, long distance, and uh, her, Mary's mother was listening on the extension. <laughs> and and uh, it was uh, she. She denied it, but you know we saw her. She did. She went. She put the hang up the receiver. <laughs> and uh, another another scene I, I thought funny was um, 
where uh, they were building houses and it was Mr. Martinelli. He owned a bar and uh, they had a goat in the car. <laughs> I don't know why. They were going to their new home. I don't know why that was hilarious. I thought it was. <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, there were other classic scenes. One is uh, at the end where uh, George Bailey... You know, they, they show scenes about when he was if he, when he wasn't born, uh, Bedford Falls turned to Pottersville and everything turned seedy and grimy and disgusting. Everyone's lies to and they never they don't they didn't know who he was. And uh, at the end, everything turned out fine. And, you know, Clarence showed him the way and then he's running around in the town and uh, he's knocking on on the bank building uh, where Mr. Potter's office and he said, Happy New Year, Mr. Potter. And then Mr. Potter said, Happy New Year to you too in jail. Go on home though. Your family's waiting for you. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. He said, in jail. <laughs> you know, but uh, oh my God, that guy was terrible. You know what? The only thing, irritating thing about this movie is uh, at the end, I know it was happy, everyone's singing, but I wish they showed where they get even with Mr. Potter. Because he took this money, you know, uh, because uh, Uncle Billy inadvertently uh, put it in in a newspaper. And then uh, he gave the newspaper to Mr. Potter and he had the, all the money from the uh, from the bank. So. But they never uh, they never got to that. But I think on Saturday Night Live, they did something like that, uh, you know, the, an alternate ending. OK. But I wish they did that in the movie, but they didn't. Okay, but it's a it's a classic. I love this movie. It's not my favorite Christmas movie. My favorite Christmas movie is Christmas in Connecticut, that starred Barbara Stanwyck, and uh, came out in 1945. I love that movie so much. I might discuss it in a future episode. We'll see. I have time. Okay. That'll be all for today. Uh, thank you for joining me. And this is episode 85, season four of Van Chicago Land Stories, the podcast. This is Pico Stanis, And uh, hopefully you can join me on my next episode, which will be 80, episode 86. Sounds like uh, Maxwell Smart's number, you know, when I, I'm Get Smart. Uh, probably Saturday. Um, I'll see what I will talk about. Okay. Uh, thank you, everyone, and uh, bye-bye for me. And here's Ray Rayner saying bye-bye for now. Take care and so long. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye.